All right, we are back. Long-winded spiel coming at you from a brand new location in Canoga Park. Um, the long-expected delay. Uh, sorry for taking so fucking long from episode 18 to now, episode 19. Um, didn't expect it to go as long as it did, but hey, it did, and here we are. That's what she says. Yeah, there you go. It's a good thing. In this case, it's a good thing. Um, uh, I mean, the bright side of it is, is that there's been so much, um, so much time has passed between um, episode 18 and now that we have so much Oof, to talk about. Man, and we're gonna try to keep it within 45 minutes to an hour. But um, worst case scenario, episode 20 will be a continuation of uh, episode 19. Yeah, we could could double dip today. Actually. I mean, we could, we could. It's it's definitely um, it's on the docket. So uh, um, yeah, man. I mean, we're just gonna dive right in. Uh, once again, Derek Lee Ramsey here. Mike G here. Mike G's here in the house, in our brand in, new in place. The, in the apartment. In the apartment. In the, yeah. Now we uh, no longer live in a house. We no longer live in a house, and I'm actually really happy you brought that up, because uh, this Segway. episode, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure, this episode is um, titled Clearing the Air. Um, a lot of shit has happened um, from episode 18 till now. Uh, one major uh, uh, change has been Oof. our living situation. Um <laughs> Again, listeners, this is um, if you want to check out now, please do because it's going to be a little bit of me venting. Um, we're <laughs> obviously going to be sprinkling in a couple of you know UFC news and UFC fights and a couple of um, you know our our takes on um, upcoming matchups and the NBA. We're going to talk a little about bit of the, the why, NBA. why I'm not watching it. Yeah, exactly. Why we're uh, boycotting? I'm it. boycotting some NBA right now. Goddamn right. But that's a that's a teaser. That's exactly. a teaser for later. And all. exactly. So, that, that, so that's what's gonna. That's what's going to keep you hooked, you know what I mean? You're going you're gonna to endure the next 30 minutes or so of us fucking clearing the air and venting and just giving you our personal thoughts, and then we're going we're gonna, to uh, close it off with some fun talk about <laughs> yeah. the UFC and the NBA, okay? Back to lighten it up, yeah. So if, yeah. Uh, if you have kids in the room, now would be the time to escort them uh, to their... I'm going to give you five seconds of dead air. Five. Four. All right, those fucking kids better be out of the room. <laughs> Should be past your bedtime. Here we go. Um, so yeah, quick backstory on the living situation. Um, we're not going to give out locations or uh, names or addresses or anything like to. that. I'm glad I said that. Yeah. Then okay, I'm cool. really happy I said something. We didn't go over ground rules beforehand, so yeah. I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got that covered now. Yeah, we are allowed uh, to cuss, though, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah, we are. Fuck yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, really quick, listeners, um, excuse me if I'm not able to really speak up or enunciate. Um, I'm dealing with a little bit of a, a, a dental situation. I have a, a wisdom tooth that mm. decided to peek its head through, and uh, so yeah, I have a little bit of uh, an issue going on with my jaw. You can't talk very well, but it's all good. I'm, I'm enduring it. I mean, it's it's been clearing up a little bit. Uh, it seems I it seems as if the worst is behind me. Touché. So I I'm I'm thankful for that. Um, but I do have a little bit of a little bit of like discomfort. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when I smile or if I if I open my mouth too wide. But um, but yeah, I'm <laughs> so, gonna get through it. Touche. Yeah, for sure. So going back, shit, man, living situation. So we're gonna take you back, everybody. Oof. We had this. Amazing! Wow, just beautiful four bedroom home, three story, three story, up on a hill, on a fucking hilltop, away from the mass amounts of people that you, are scattered throughout the San Fernando Valley. I ha- we haven't heard a siren. Just let's put it this way: we haven't heard a siren in in a couple years. Like all the whenever you're living in city life, all you hear is just you know fire trucks and police cars, ambulances oh, yeah. whizzing by. 
Yeah, those just look like pretty lights to us from up there. It was it was really it was it was awesome. Minus you know people getting hurt and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. that was kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm, we're talking about just open space, you know. Our, our I mean, we, we clean air. Um, we had neighbors. Don't get, don't get us wrong. Um, and then for the most part, uh, we were there. What just shy of three years, right? Yeah. Uh, this August would have been year number three. Yeah. The uh, yeah. we moved in September first. Okay. I so say. so se- this September, excuse me, this September would have been our third year. Um, and then in that time, our neighbors were great. I mean, oh. we had great neighbors. We, we had a, we had a good was, rapport with everybody. I was about to use a name. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Can we use it? We can't use his name? The uh, Alpha Neighbor? Oh, fucking Barry? Fucking Barry, dude. Dude, Barry, Barry, you're the man. Barry, shout out, dude. Nothing but good things to say yeah, about you, man. Barry was great our, neighbor. Barry was our across-the-street neighbor. And then by street, I mean a one-lane street. Mm-hmm. It was that it kind of... It was a private a, road. It was a private road. And it was one lane. So, I mean, it was just... It was so secluded. So Barry, quick backstory on Barry. Um, we have two stories. I'll tell mine, and then Mike and Mike will tell his. All right. Um, so the first day we actually went to go view this house, I had parked in a uh, area <laughs> where there was this brush that was that was completely overtaking the side of the road, right? And I didn't see that there was this major crack on that side of the road. My tire <laughs> ended up getting stuck. I couldn't get out of this fucking divot. And I was I was I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I, di- I didn't have any rope. I, I mean I didn't have any help from anybody. I mean I, my, Mike was there. <laughs> yeah. Mike was there. We we all tried you know putting as many rocks and different uh, different yeah. I, I, d- different objects so that my tire can get traction to actually get out of that um that little that and, little divot that I had. And Barry did have a into. little bit of rope, but it was just was not strong enough. It snapped. Oh shit! That's right. Yeah. I did. Just putting it out there. Holy fuck, man! Thanks for bringing that you're, up. You're yeah. prepared. I'm I, I I did have a rope. You're right, but yeah. it was that cheap uh, that, plastic that yellow. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So I did have a rope. Did not um did not hold up. I completely forgot about that. To be honest with we you, try, we tried. We gave it the old college try. Let's we just put it that sure way. Sure, gave it the old college try, and um just wasn't <laughs> working out. So again, this was us viewing the house. Like we hadn't even figured out whether or not. You know, like there was no application sent in. There was no talks with the other roommates on whether or not this was a viable option. It was just, hey, let's go check this place out. So we're there what felt like an hour. At least. Which, it felt like an hour. Yeah. Um, I had to like call into yeah. work a little bit. Yeah, so did I, man. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Or maybe you did, and I'm just yeah, remembering yeah. that. No, I think we both did, actually. But uh, aside from that... Um, I end up going. Uh, was it Kristen or you or who doesn't fucking matter? We ended up we getting the attention. Yeah, we, we ended up getting the attention of uh, our, our our soon to be across the street neighbor, which at the time was just a random stranger, Barry. Once again, dude, you're the fucking man. Um, really? I ended up going over there, explaining the situation, asking if he can help me out. This fucking guy had a legit fucking towing rope, like dude. a straight up. Its only purpose is to tow heavy objects. <laughs> Tied everything up. He had me out of that fucking hole in what thirty seconds? Yeah, thirty if that, seconds, if that. And we're like, we don't want to break your rope, sir. Like, yeah. be careful. We've already snapped a rope, and he yeah. just kind of chuckled at us and goes, yeah. like, this thing could pull out a tractor. Like, yeah. don't worry about yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> and the whole time, this motherfucker is holding a glass of iced tea, <laughs> and he just pulls me right the fuck out. We have a really good conversation, and that was my first introduction to yeah. our our neighbor, a Barry. Yeah, yeah really He's cool, really fucking nice guy. Dude. Really cool dude. Nothing but good things. Actually, I still have his number. Me too. I, yeah, for sure. I still got his number. Um, I ended up uh, getting somewhat close with the guy. Yeah. You know, I think we all we, did. We ran. I, we ran with his dog. Ran with his dog. We take his dog out all the time. Yeah. It was. I was like a definitely like a high and by kind of a kind of a relationship. You know, how's your day going? Yeah. Yada yada yada. 
Oh. All right, great. What great weather we're having. You know, that kind of shit. I would shit. move his trash bins across the street for him yeah. after they got yeah, picked yeah. up. Yeah, I've I done was, that a few times yeah. myself. I, I would, I, for sure. When it was windy and they would fall over, I'd pick them up and move them yeah. over too. But yeah, so uh, you tell your story. Because I wasn't there for this one. I had just left. I, I, I assume that the story is when we're the talking about when, Okay. This right? is, why, is that what we're thinking? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. My story with Barry, which, I mean, thank God it wasn't directly with me. It was with another neighbor who had just moved in. So another background to Barry, this guy's been on this uh, block for about 30 years now, and uh, he pretty much runs stuff. He's ra- he's raised a family there, has uh, some some lovely daughters who are in college, you know, graduated. They're all very sweet. Yeah, everybody, super nice family. Uh, little, you know, got a, mm. the the dog that we run is a golden retriever. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's picturesque, and he runs his own business. And he's got a white fence surrounding his fucking. He's house. got a white fence. Wow, yeah. I didn't even think of that. With but the, you're right. Probably the best view in the valley. Probably. I mean, this this guy's this guy's doing it right. So some some guy comes uh, moves in next door, uh, and I don't know the full background on the story, but he ends up saying something like, he ends up having it out with Barry's wife in the middle of like a gardening dispute, uh, like she's gardening, and then the dogs like his dogs come up and scare Barry's wife, and Barry's wife gets offended and gets scared and tells the you know the new neighbor like, hey, can you know your dog or whatever? I don't know what the words were exchanged, but words were exchanged. Barry gets home, mind you, walks inside, walks into the house, uh, and then shortly after comes storming out uh, as the neighbor is now walking these pit bulls or whatever. I don't. I think they're pit bulls. Yeah, it was a pit bull mix for sure. Pit, pit bull mix. Yeah. Uh, so Barry comes out and confronts the new neighbor uh, nicely at first and says, "Like, hey man, like, don't I really don't appreciate you know your dogs uh, scaring the crap out of my wife. Basically, you know what I mean? Like, what, what's you know, they've been barking nonstop, this and that. The new neighbor kind of scoffs at him and goes, who the hell do you think you are? You know, King King Tut around here? Like, he's like your your wife yelled at my dogs. You know, I was defending my dog's name or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. came with some, some crude and rude. Barry snaps, dude. Gets in the guy's fucking face, dude. And is ready to fucking go, dude. Fucking ready to throw down instantly. Uh, yeah, and that was... Pretty much the the just this guy basically as soon as he saw the look in Barry's eye completely cowered down. Yeah, didn't like, he push him or something like that? Barry pushed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah Barry yeah. pushed him. Uh, he was ready. To, like it wasn't like Barry was like faking anything. Like Barry went up ready to go. Like was expecting there to be a fight because that's the way that this guy was talking. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Barry came on the other side of the fence and the guy saw Barry's fury in his eye, it was fucking. It was game over. This guy cowered down basically. There you go. And uh, you kind of just knew then that Barry had a. He just like he was he all we had seen was just a nice side of Barry, but then when you saw the fucking you know the other side of the coin, it was it was pretty intimidating, and uh, yeah, it was pretty much in front of all, all the roommates too. It was he was ready to throw down in front of everybody with no no regard. But yeah, yeah, dude, that's I mean that's what makes him the alpha fucking uh, that, that's what makes him the alpha uh, uh, guy on that block in my opinion because like you know he obviously was defending his wife's honor like hey your dog scared the shit out of my wife. I'm not trying to tell you what the fuck to do, but at the same time, can you please keep your dogs from, you know, practically trying to rip my wife's head off through the fence? Yeah, and he, he pretty and, much know, told this him. Guy, this guy was a younger guy. 
Yeah, I he was definitely him. younger. Younger. He was bigger, physically bigger than Barry. Oh, he had Barry by like 60, 60 pounds. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not that big of a guy, you know. I'm, I'm five foot eight. I'm about like one seventy or so, and I was a little bit bigger than Barry, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bit bigger than Barry, and this guy was bigger than me, you know. But this guy did have long hair, so I'm kind of like, dude, that's a bad strategy, that's bro. That's a bad strategy. You just get a fight. hold of that yeah. fucking locks, and that's it, man. It's over. Uppercuts Upper, for days. Yeah, I was just thinking uppercuts for days. I'm sure. And Barry's got that 1970s porn star stash. Yep. So you know he's he's been in a few street fights because for sure somebody has made fun of that stash at some point, <laughs> and Barry's had to defend himself. I'm for almost sure. guaranteeing that. And Barry's been a contractor his whole life. So you yeah, know he's, he's got that grown man. He's got strength. that grown man. He's strength, got that you know forearm I mean? strength. Exactly. He gets a hold of you and it feels like it's a fucking torquing, vice grip. Yeah, oh exactly. yeah, he's, for sure. It's, you don't want to fuck with Barry. Oh, you definitely do not. We went on a fucking seven minute tangent about how awesome Barry is. Barry, just... you're fucking awesome, buddy. <laughs> if there's one thing I missed, I mean, if there's one of many things that I miss about living in that in that particular place was being your neighbor, buddy. You're a cool fucking guy. Even though you're probably never gonna hear this, but I might text you one day. I'm actually gonna text him. Be like, hey, link. we're. Uh, I'm gonna text him. Yeah, he's I a swear. Cool fucking guy, man. Really. Best best neighbor I've ever had. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll text him if you do it. Especially now that I'm gonna text him about this. You were the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh so anyways we um so Barry's a cool fucking dude. So uh, uh so we find this place, uh it was fantastic. We ended up, you know, submitting our application, everything. No no credit check, neither. no credit check. It was a very much like um we just kinda like met with the owners and they seemed to like us and then it was just a very it was just based off of just feeling and just yeah. overall energy and how we were all yeah. like, you know, like how, how, how we all got along and then yeah. they can clearly see that you know, myself, Mike, and, and the other roommates were all very close, and we're all very serious about taking care of this of, of this home, mm-hmm. of this house, and then turning their house into our home. Yeah. And uh, they they saw that right away, and then they were, they were nice too. You know, the um, the, uh, the 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 owners were definitely. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about them, really. You know. No. I mean, there were a couple things I disagree with, but. At the end of the day, you know, they're still nice people. At the end of the day, know? yeah, they would send us, uh, you know, Christmas cards yeah, and holiday sure. cards, for and sure. it was uh, you know, not, nothing but pleasant. Uh, yeah, exactly. We paid our rent on time, one hundred and ten percent of the time. Yeah, so. th- there were just a couple of things that just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. But again, that's it's all small stuff compared to the grand scheme of things. You know, sure. like it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed it, and I was really thankful that they they gave us that opportunity. And uh, I mean, we we had a great time there. We had a great but, time. Great fucking time. But then. Uh, we're fast forwarding now. Fast, I was gonna say fast forward we're to, fast to forward the event to session. The event we, session. We, we promised these guys event session. We're gonna fucking get. We're it gonna to fucking get there. I <laughs> we're swear to God. To oh fuck my gel. Very. <laughs> um, so yeah, going back to everything. Oh, what four or five months ago or so? Maybe six yeah. months ago. Uh, about December. December, the house goes out. Uh, the house ne- directly next door That's to us goes, goes for sale. January, mid January is when they moved in. Right? Yeah, I got you. We okay, so um, these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Okay, so fucking pieces for of shit. the better half of a year. We had this neighbor, uh, this younger guy, uh, uh, for a neighbor. His name is Mike. Yo. So he was a cool fucking dude. You know, got he had right dog. We got along. He was he was a nice guy. And then um, he ends up moving out, and the house ends up going on the market. And it was actually empty for it was empty for a while, for, a for while. like four or five months. About four or five months, exactly. Owners lost income for sure. They did, oh, for sure they did. So I'm assuming at that point they were just really desperate on selling th- this uh, this property. And uh, then comes these neighbors, these motherfuckers. And I don't even know dude. their names. And even if I did know their names, I wouldn't say it because I don't want to give yeah. them any fucking anything yeah. at all. They'll take, like, they'll take us right to yeah, fucking court. Fuck these guys. So um, these guys come in. Um, it uh, it's a couple, uh, two dudes, 
And, um, yeah, they were polite at first. I wouldn't even say they were even no, polite at first. Cause I, I had one encounter with him you? that was somewhat okay. not pleasant, but it was very just like a professional, hello, how are you? Oh, are you moving in? Oh, great. I hope you I hope you like the neighborhood. Uh, Have a good day. Like, that's... Dude, you got the most. That was the yeah. extent of the conversation. You got the most... Uh, yeah, like, it was the most extent positivity of the con- out of it. Dude, it was a very quick 15, maybe 20 seconds, maybe 20 right. second conversation on just... Hey, oh, you're moving in? Oh, cool. Yeah, we're moving in probably, you know, early, mid-January. Went, oh, okay, cool. Welcome to the neighborhood. You know, that kind of a thing. And that was it. Like, yeah. I, I got that quick little introduction. You can't really gauge a person off of that, you know? No. You just, you just get a face. That's all, that's, all, that's all you really get. Yeah. A face and a quick size up. And immediately I was thinking to myself, like, oh, well, hopefully these guys are cool. Boy, was I. Fucking that was wrong. wishful thinking. Oh I God. was fucking 100% wrong. So... Uh, do you want to take the first half of it? I, dude, just to... Oh, man. These guys basically uh, hated dogs. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just going to rattle off like... I'm, if I start going, I'm just going to go. Dude, please. Because these guys basically hated hated dogs for the, for the first part. They, without even introducing themselves to any of the dog owners, uh, decided to demand in terms of like... We, we've been living there for a couple years. We've been taking the neighbor's dogs out. We have a rapport with the neighborhood. Uh, there's a certain way that, that we were doing things. Uh, we would let our dogs go out to the little side yard and they would go to the bathroom and we would pick it up and, you know, but it's not like we had them on a leash. It was a private road and nobody was up there. Uh, to give you an example, the previous owner in that residence would leave his dog Cyrus out for three, three hours at a time and he would Mm -hmm. just kind of roam around and then come back home. Like it was a very relaxed a uh, very dog-friendly neighborhood, and everybody was very chill with it. Everybody, everybody. was chill with it. Everybody was. So, uh, fast forward to these guys move in, and all of a sudden, uh, we get uh, we get in in four days or three days, two something like that. In in the span of three days, we get the sheriff's department called on us, animal control, uh, the police, uh, and the city, uh, the city inspection. Uh, these guys, these guys called every favor in the book, every sort of city ordinance that they could, uh, to try to, uh, harass us basically and make us provide, apparently in Chatsworth, you have to have, uh, like, uh, your dogs have to be neutered first of all, to live in Chatsworth. So Mm -hmm. you can't have a dog that that's going to reproduce. The dogs have to be chipped, uh, like all kinds of just technical things like where if you don't, you know, if you don't believe in that, it shouldn't have to happen. Like if you don't, you shouldn't have to neuter your dog if you wanted to eventually reproduce you know if you're a responsible dog owner that should be your decision oh fuck yeah it should uh that's that's semantics here neither here nor there the, the point is is these guys called on us over and over and over again uh repeatedly uh harassing us to the point where they called the city on our septic system uh which then resulted in our landlord uh incurring a a huge expense in which case she has to uh she has to excavate uh, the septic system, which would then cost her about thirty grand or twenty-five grand or whatever she was quoted. And since we were on a month-to-month uh, uh, contract at that point, uh, instead of uh, putting us up in a in a hotel mm-hmm. room, uh, we got the thirty-day notice uh, to be evicted. Yep. Uh, and I, I kind of brushed over a bunch of stuff there, but we we got into a bunch it's of verbal good, verbal altercations with these guys in terms of like they tried to demand us uh, demand certain things of us without even introducing themselves. Mm-hmm. And where I come from, you got to at least introduce yourself. Like you can you can talk to me like an adult, and we can shake hands and yep. let's have a let's have an adult conversation. Yep. 
But if you come over and you start putting, you know, putting your finger in my face or you start telling me and demanding me to do something, you know what I mean? You're going to get you're going to get met with a little bit of hostility. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just I think it's just basic human nature. Like anytime anyone approaches another person that they hardly even know. You know, yeah, hardly haven't, haven't met the motherfucker. I mean, yet. I mean, at this point, and we're it's not a even neighbor. on. A, yeah, it's a neighbor, and it's at this point, neighbor. we're not even on a first name basis. Like, I don't even know your fucking name, guy. Yeah, like, I, I'm gonna, I'm referring to these fucking assholes as guy, fucking guy, guy, this fucking guy, this fucking just guy, just coming over and then you know demanding certain things. And it wasn't just that he was demanding it, because there, there, there's a way to get the message across without talking down to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they were that, that they were lacking at that particular part because they were just they were demanding as opposed to saying, "Hey, I don't mean to come across as an asshole." They don't necessarily have to say that, but it's more so like, "Hey, can you please do this or that or do whatever it is that that's causing you uh, uh, uh mm-hmm. causing you some distress or uh, whatever the fuck the issue may be, but there's a way of talking about it. There's a way yeah. of communicating that to someone so where you don't have to feel as if you're being attacked. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. There was, I never had a, a personal uh, a, a altercation with them regarding them talking to me like that. Mm-hmm. It was always, um, it always it was, happened between you was, and them uh, and Trevor. It was and first this guy. with Trevor. Yeah. First, it happened with with our with our roommate Trevor, mm-hmm. and then uh, I got the background on it, so I already yeah. kind of had a taste in my yeah, mouth exactly. as to how these guys mm-hmm. uh, interact. Then the interaction that I had with them, uh, I was brushing my teeth one morning and it was raining. Oh, okay. And I remember, I remember that, uh, and I didn't have uh, I didn't have my face on. Let's just put it mm. that way. I was I was brushing my teeth. wasn't really re- ready to talk to anybody. Uh, brush my teeth. Let let my uh, my brother's dog. I was dog sitting at the time. Uh, let Cal. Uh, that's Cal C A L, not Cal, because everybody thinks I call him Cal. Oh, okay. But anyways, let Cal out to, to go to the bathroom. And uh, he's going out while I'm on the porch brushing my teeth. And then the neighbor comes out in the rain. And uh, while I'm tying my shoes, because I'm, I'm late for work. So I'm, I've got to do multiple things at once. Like I got to let him out uh, to take mm-hmm. a piss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brush my teeth, tying my shoes, like doing all kinds of stuff. Because it was just that you're kind fucking, of hectic morning. You're spinning plates, man. Yeah, exactly. And then this guy, all, during that stress, and after I've already heard the story of how these guys are assholes, uh, you know, based on a previous interaction, he comes up to me and goes... You know, it's really irresponsible of you to just let your dog go to the bathroom like that. And I go, I just look up and and then he goes, are you going to, are you going to pick up after him? I would hope that you would pick up after him after he goes poop. And then I, I look up, I looked up and I just said, I do. And cause I, again, I was brushing my teeth, couldn't really have a conversation with him. And I also was just a little offended that I don't even know this guy's name yet. And he's trying to like, tell me how to, how to handle the whole dog mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So then I go back to tying my shoes, and then he goes, you know, just because it's raining doesn't give you the right to be irresponsible. And then I looked up at him, and I just gave him this look, and I go, my answer to you was yes. Like, and then I, like, I took all of my strength to not say anything else, like not to cuss at him or nothing. I was like, my answer to you was yes, you like, you effing idiot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then went back to tying my shoes, and he was just flabbergasted at that point. And from that point on, he, you know, like two days later, we start getting... Uh, animal control at our house yeah. and sheriff's department yeah. uh, at our house and fucking yeah yeah they they called the animal control because uh, they were saying that we had multiple dogs loose which isn't necessarily uh, I mean it's, it's I mean it's kind of true but it's kind of not true it wasn't as if we would just let our dogs out and let them roam around the neighborhood it was more of a thing that okay so the location that we were uh, okay so th- this the location that we, we were uh, we were living in. Um, 
there were uh, there. It's like out in the uh, Santa Susana trails. It's like right in the middle of it. So there's 15 plus miles of open trails in either direction. Right. I mean, we're talking about you go north, you go uh, you go east, you go west. You fucking there's just open terrain. So we would walk our dogs up to these open fields and open trails, and then most of the time we had them off the leash. But we were present. We were there, and our dogs are very obedient because we. Have put the effort as far as in training yeah, him. Like we're, good, we're, we're good dog owners. Our dog will not leave our yeah, side. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. Trust me, I have seen some shitty dog owners, and I've seen some dog owners that you know I tip my hat to because I'm like, wow, your dog's fucking well behaved. Very maybe, well behaved. Maybe a little bit better than mine, uh-huh. but still, I don't consider myself a bad dog owner, and I don't. I 100% don't consider myself. A, what, what do you say? A responsible dog owner, right? I 100% consider myself a very responsible individual when it comes to. Life in general, mm-hmm. and my personal responsibility with my fucking animal. So, we would take these dogs out, and we would have them off the leash, and it was never a big deal. It was just like, oh, well, we're going to go out to the field, and we're going to come back. And these guys decided to use that little moment, and apparently take pictures or video. Yeah. They were trying of, to take video of they're, uh, they're trying Exactly. They are trying to take video of our dogs off the leash, even though we were there. I'm assuming, and okay. it's like it's like three houses from yeah. our from our front door to to these trails. It's less three than, houses, less than fifty yards. Yeah, it's, less than fifty it's, yards, it's, less than half a football field, like less than that. Yeah, and we're talking about again. I'm stretching it. I'm giving a little bit of a stretch. If anything, I'd love to get a fucking an actual measurement on that because I, mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's less than that. I guarantee. Yeah. It. So, so yeah, these guys would take videos and pictures of our dogs off the leash, and in Chatsworth. Regardless of anything, unless you're in a certified dog park that is fenced off on on all sides, your dog has to be on a leash that is no uh, longer than six feet. Well, fuck, I found that out now. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's now I know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. To me, that should be. I mean, this is a very specific scenario too. That's more of like a city ordinance, and we were technically living in Chatsworth, but we were living in the hills in a private in a private road. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like with no traffic. Like it's it's just a different scenario. But yeah, definitely. either way, these motherfuckers uh, did so, enough to fucking. They definitely did enough to. Uh, to when get they, a rise out of us, so um, which we never, we never, we never count. We never got mad at them. We never, we never uh, got mad. We never did anything uh, vindictive. We never, nah. outside of a few words here and there, which I mean, fuck, dude. I'm saying once, once they up, start, once they start harassing you with sheriff yeah, stuff, and I mean, once you know that they're trying to get you, uh, to you either know. get your dog's uh, balls chopped off, or oh, they're trying sure. to fucking call the city on your landlord. Exactly. To, you know what I mean? So there are two cities here in the. Um, there, there, there are two cities in uh, in uh, in LA County that uh, you actually have to. Um, it's 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 illegal to have your dog um, uh, not neutered or spayed. Yeah. So um, these guys found that bit of information off, and uh, my dog is one of my best friends. Like I love my dog. He's like my he's like my four legged son. You know what I mean? Like he really is. I've I've had my boy since he was um, seven weeks old. Um, he's turning five on September fourteenth. So that's a lot. That's a lot of time spent together. So me being his, you know, his guardian, his um, his caretaker, his his best friend, his dad, uh, his dad. Um, what kind of a father would I be to chop my boys? You know, why would you chop his nuts off? Exactly. And um, <laughs> you know what? I did I did some research behind that. Don't don't think of it as just like a, 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 I made that decision based off solely like emotion and all that other shit. It was one hundred percent like I, I weighed out the pros and cons. 
Um, the main reason why animals are neutered and spayed is uh, to keep uh, uh, stray dogs from being born, you know, like going out and then having a litter and then those most of those puppies end up in the pound. I get that. But a lot of them are saying, well, a lot of the information is kind of misconstrued and it's really – they're cherry-picking the information as far as, oh, not only is it good for, you know, for, for, for the whole like, you know – uh, all right. the dogs are going to pound, but apparently it's also good because, like, you know, testicular cancers runs really high and this and that. Well, so does hip dysplasia. Hip dysplasia runs high in most breeds and my dog uh, in, in particular. So, like, it's just – it didn't really make sense for me. I just felt like they were really cherry-picking the information. Dude. It was uh, like, oh, well, most dogs are aggressive after a certain age if they actually have their, their you know, their, their testicles, which is 100% not true. Um, according to the American Kennel Society – Dogs that are neutered as opposed to dogs that aren't, dogs that have been neutered have shown to be 40% more aggressive than dogs that are not. Yeah, and that's, probably, you can look that up. That's on their website. That they got their nuts chopped that's off. That's on man. their website. That's not like I'm on a YouTube fucking uh, channel and I'm like, okay, this guy's video is clearly legit. That's on their website. So say what you will. I mean, <laughs> I, I, again, say, I think look, – Look at your – if you have any male relative, guys, text them and just say – or whatever. Just say, hey – if testicular cancer ran really high in your family, should should we cut off your balls at birth? And just ask <laughs> ask any man, any human, if they yeah. like, oh yeah, dude, I totally don't want testicular cancer. You should you should cut my balls off preemptively. Uh huh. And not a single person in the world would say yes to that. So yeah, I, it's, well, it's why silly. would we do again, that to a dog? I think a lot of that just it's just cherry picking. But again, I think the ultimate reason is because. There are a lot of you know stray dogs in the pound, which I get. That part's true. I, I get, and I 100% do not like that. That's why I it kind of bothers me whenever uh, friends of mine have litters and they are kind of irresponsible with it, and then like that litter, I, I get worried about it. I do. Or whenever I, I go, to, I fucking hate going to a pound. First off, uh, I really do. can't go. I, it's really hard for me it's to go. Too, yeah. But aside from that, it's uh, I think that falls on the responsibility of the dog owner. You Again, know what I mean? Like I, I I do. I really believe that. Um, I'm not saying. I can keep an eye on Achilles, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But I like to think that I set him up in a way to where the chances of of, of Achilles getting out and actually, you know, impregnating, impregnating another dog or, or a female dog, <laughs> I think the chances of that is are really low. I really do. Well, exactly. And, and it all falls back into the problem isn't with the dogs. We mm -hmm. shouldn't be cutting dogs' balls off because we as the dog owners are irresponsible. We mm -hmm. can't fucking control the, the, the stray population. Like, the stray population is an irresponsible dog owner problem. Mm -hmm. It's not the dog's fault. Exactly. I, I Just a temporary fix. But anyway, so these guys, uh, they got that information as far as, the, you know, Chatsworth and, like, some of the ordinance is that... You have to have your dog spayed or neutered. So uh, the um, the the fucking the guy that came by, what was his name? Did he ever give a name? Jackass number one. Jackass number one. That's what we're gonna call him. Jackass number number one comes use up. Names, yeah, that's right. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> uh, so Jackass number one comes up and he starts talking some shit about, oh, we heard your dogs are off the leash and they're not neutered. We need to get, um, you, you know, like you proof. need to provide all this proof that it is your dog and licensing and he has to be chipped and and Chatsworth and all this other shit, right? And um, our good friend Trevor had this conversation with this with this guy, and Trevor pretty much said, "Listen, um, oh, and this guy left it with a threat. He threatened if your dog is not, if your dog doesn't, um, if you do not provide th this this the information that we're asking for, I will take your dog. I'm gonna come back. In I'm gonna a come week back in a week, and I'm gonna take your I'm dog. Gonna, yeah. And then Trevor did exactly what I would have done. What any um, 
uh, dog owner would have done, especially if, they're, if they have a very close bond with their animal. And they believe in the Second Amendment. And, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, did, he did what any of us would have done, and he just said, listen, um, first off, you're not going to take my dog. You are not going to take my dog. You are not going to take my dog. Um, that's <laughs> not going to happen. He goes, you better come back with a fucking army Yeah, he said, you, that's not going to happen. And, uh, and yeah, so... He goes, shit will escalate so exactly. bad. And in that moment, I'm assuming Jackass number one saw yep. the fucking determination and that overall, like, real fucking emotion in his eyes and decided... Well, I'm gonna come back on the 19th. Yeah, I'm gonna come back in a month. As long as yeah, as long <laughs> as the dogs aren't here, I'll just say you guys got away, and <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. So I mean that that was that was like you know that was a whole our way out as far as in that particular situation. So aside from the dog fucking problem, uh, they also called um, uh, the, the city the, the city officials. The city well, they first they called the, the fire department on us. They called the fire department yeah. because it was fire. Why would you call the fire department on a leaky fucking pipe? Yeah, and that wasn't even first off. Our neighbors across the empty lot that was right next to us had the exact same problem. Yeah, their fucking septic tank was also leaking, and I think it was leaking for longer than ours because we were without rain for so long. It finally rained, so the ground wasn't really able to absorb uh, the moisture like it normally had because uh-huh. we had been through that drought. But then uh, the, our uh, septic problems happened at the same time as when the rains came. Yeah. We got that heavy rainfall. It was a perfect fucking but storm. Perfect fucking storm. But we just, they just didn't have shitty neighbors complaining about it, yeah. uh, maliciously trying to get us fucking evicted. This is true. So once the, the, fire, the fire department gets called and uh, they show up and our, our, I have to go to work and I just walk right through them because I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trevor's talking to them. And uh, the story goes, uh, they, you know, Trevor's talking to the fire department, trying to be as polite as, as possible, talking about, you know, like, yada, yada, yada. And then the neighbor comes out uh, and goes, the shitty neighbor. Sh- yeah. Shitty neighbor number one? What's his name? Uh, guy. Guy. Fucking, fucking guy. guy. Guy number one. Guy number one. I never met guy number two. I never knew it either. He's probably a really nice guy. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be to put up, put up with guy number one. Oh, my God. Guy number one. I... Piece of shit. Anyways, so guy number one, uh, shitty neighbor guy number one, uh, comes out while the fire department's there, and we're, we're talking to them, and uh, comes out going, I have proof, I have proof of their, uh, it's leaking, I have proof of the septic system, I have video, I have pictures, this and that, like just trying to get us like, in trouble. Dude, live your fucking life, man. Stop. Yeah. Stop fucking, oh my god. This guy was a hall monitor for I hope sure. This guy's, I, hope this, this, I hope guy number one gets diarrhea for like a week straight. Dude. I really do. All kinds of rias. I hope you yeah. get all kinds of rias, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Like, you are just a terrible human being. Uh, I hope I hope guy number two cheats on you because he deserves better. Yeah, dude. There you go. Um, uh, so anyways, uh, yeah. So I've never he, met him. I, I, I saw probably, him once. I saw him once. Uh, he was very just closed off. Didn't even look my way. But again, I never even had a conversation outside of that yeah. quick little um, that introduction that we had back in December. Yeah, I never had any any conversation with these guys, like either of them. And yeah. I can't even begin to tell you the number of times that I would take the dogs out for a run. I mean, I was fucking running all right. the shit, all the fucking time, and I would walk right past him. Yeah, and he wouldn't say anything. To Not me. a word anymore. He kind of looked like Guy Fieri from uh, a Diners, Dive-ins, and Drives. You know, with like the spiked bleach oh, hair. Oh, guy number look? two look like that? No, guy number one kind of looked like oh, that. Oh, because he reminded me of the guy from uh, on the beer of the lemon shandy with that really big mustache, like mustache thing. Oh shit! No, I can't. It's I can't a, picture. Oh that. fuck! Or it's the. Oh, fuck. 
It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're butchering doesn't that. Matter. Yeah, but if you all if you all have ever um, seen an episode of Diners, Divins, and Drives, and you know Guy Fieri, who's the main host of that show, he kind of reminded me of him. Mm. Uh, a much a less cool version of Guy Fieri. Well, Guy Fieri's not that cool. He's not that cool. But I mean, compared to the guy number one, he's fucking cool as shit. Well, definitely. Guy number yeah. one's a piece of shit. Guy number one's definitely a piece of shit. So, so yeah, so he comes out waving his phone. Yeah, basically talking all this, like, oh, I've got proof, I've got proof. And then uh, Trevor, like, said something along the lines of, like, well, maybe if you would have just came over to my door and talked to me like a fucking man, I would have told you that we're getting a. a we're getting our septic tank cleared. Like we, we already, are. It, was, uh, it already happened. It was We'd, Andy Gump. Andy Gump, the, the company Andy Gump came out and drained our septic tank. Like just a few days prior. A few days prior. We saw the fucking paperwork on our countertop yeah. that we, we ended up providing to them. Yeah. So we to, are, to the fire department at this so point. We had already addressed the problem, basically. And if this guy would have just knocked on our door, he would have saved these firefighters uh, a, a day. You know, they Firefighters waste, a day, taxpayer dollars, yeah. fucking another day, wasted. And save the, the aggravation of trying to come out and get us in trouble and where we just absolutely knew that it was them getting us in trouble Mm -hmm. and it was just to the point of like uh you should have came over and talked to me like a man instead of being a fucking bitch Mm. and uh the guy goes did you just call me a fucking bitch and then (laughs) and trevor goes well yeah because you're acting like a fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) and he said the firefighter started giggling fucking like then the guy just uh the guy goes ah and like stormed off into the house and like slammed the door or whatever and uh, it was, yeah, so there was that. And yeah. then the next thing you know, the city, the next day, the city, or excuse well, me, they went in, they, they went in that time and they had, the, they called the police. That, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, so when he, he, he called, <laughs> he called the police because it's, Trevor called him a bitch. Called him a fucking bitch. I'm sorry. I and just said he said he felt, he said that he was threatened. Yeah. That Trevor calling him a fucking bitch was a threat. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't get it. I, I told I that story don't. to my manager, and he's at work because I was on my way to work, and I got the the phone call and heard the story and everything. My manager started laughing, and it was the most awkward conversation to be like, "Hey, uh, just to cover my bases, man. Like, can you can you get in trouble for calling somebody a fucking bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, man." And they're like, "Nah, you're good. You're good. It's like it's freedom of speech, man." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "All right, cool." I mean, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. So the cop pulls up. Um, and uh, the fire department's practically there. I ended up having a conversation with the uh, the firefighters, who were actually pretty nice, except for one. There was one asshole yeah, that was kind of... always kinda, that one. Yeah, there was definitely one that was kind of being a dick. But, I mean, I don't really want to highlight that whole conversation. It was it was pretty much... He was like, well, you know your septic tank's leaking. I was like, yeah, and we got it fixed. He was like, yeah, well, you could at least gone out and put sandbags around uh, around around the spigot where the water was coming out. And I said, I did not think of that. But it's been cleared, so there's really no reason for me to do that now. Yeah, and he just goes, he goes, well, every person has a right to complain about shit water driving going down the street. And I said, I'm not saying they don't have the right. I'm just telling you that Andy Gump came out and drained it just yesterday. So at this point, me putting uh, sandbags over by that that drainage pipe. Is overkill because there's no there there is no There'll water. Be no coming reason out. to believe that there is water no, coming. Exactly, yeah. and he. I saw him roll his eyes and he walked away and then whatever the fuck, right? So that, that guy kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But again, it was it was, it was was no more than that. Like it was a very just quick conversation and I felt like he was just – he was just trying to like, you know, make a point. Yeah. And then he quickly realized, well, the point that I'm trying to make is kind of stupid. Uh, and so he just – that's when he walked away because it really was. I was like, well, dude, like I understand you're trying to make a point and you're and, 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 and you're he's trying just doing to, his job. He's doing his job and you're trying to justify and you don't really want to pick sides. 
But I mean, what you're saying is completely just—it makes no sense because it's already been—it's already been taken care of. Exactly, it's you're been just, taken care. You're of. just beating a dead horse. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, dude, like clean up that mess. We'll already clean it up. Well, Whoa. you should have a trash can close by so that in case it there's so... more trash, then you could throw it in the trash can. I'm like. Okay, you just wasted moments out of my life. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, what are we talking about here, you know? So anyways, um, police department shows up. Uh, they don't even get out of the fucking car, dude. Like, they are straight up in the car. They pull up. I'm taking the dogs out for a run. I am just got done having the conversation with the firefighters. There were three firefighters, one of which was a guy that was kind of sour. The other two were actually kind of cool. And, um... I'm walking the dogs out. I actually wave to the cops. I just wave to them. And they look at me. They give me a head nod, like a very just like, hey. And uh, I walk past. And then I come back. And I'm assuming the fire depart- the firefighters spoke to them because I didn't say a single word outside of that wave. And they were gone by the time I got back. Yeah. And this is back when I was running the doghouse. And I was knocking that bitch out in under like, 20 minutes. About 20, yeah. So, I, you know, I got back like in 19, you know, like 19 minutes or so because I was killing it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was killing that run. And, uh, yeah, so when I got back, they were already gone. And the fire department had left as well. And the next day is when the fucking, uh, the, the state s- official. The state, yeah. The, the state fuck, official man. comes out. This fucking guy right. in some black khaki pants and a fucking white button-up shirt and a tie. Motherfucker, dude. Comes up. Uh, dude, just fucking like, oh, I heard you have a leaking. Uh, I, I heard you have a, a leaking a, septic sewage. Yeah, exactly. Going down the so, I need to ch- test your levels, and I need to put pink dye in your toilets, and I need to do like which make sure fucking that, that pink dye went everywhere yeah, in our fucking restrooms, dude. Yep. Like, what an asshole to not clean that up. Pretty much, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna come in and make a mess and be like, yeah, your shit's fucked up. Uh, have a good day. Also and fucked just, up your counter with yeah, a bunch of pink dude, dye. There was pink dye everywhere, man. Like everywhere. Dude, at this point, I was uh, thinking that I was going to set up a harassment case in court yeah. against these guys. So I was taking pictures dude, I of was all the right shit. Right there with you. I was right there with you. But yeah, dude, there's pink shit everywhere. Like if you're familiar with that unicorn frappuccino that's really popular right now at Starbucks, it's like if somebody got. Two of those giant venti unicorn frappuccinos and just poured it all over our fucking our bathroom sink. Like all over the place, dude. It was it was that bad. I'm gonna pull up a picture so you know exactly oh, okay. what I'm talking about. It's like this new popular drink. I was like, Derek's like, he's like I have no idea about it's, this unicorn it's, drink. It's trending right now. <laughs> I was like, it seems so mystical and yeah. elusive. <laughs> it's definitely trending right now, man. Um, yeah, unicorn frappuccino. Check Orange this out, mocha dude. frappuccino. Look at that. So, like, that that's this new drink that Starbucks is all for. That's colorful, folks. So, yeah. It was like, tell me that the dye was not that That, that does look like. It was. So, it's like somebody got two of those venti-sized fucking frappuccinos and just poured it all over our fucking countertop in our bathroom. And it was it was really hard to get off. Like, like in between the tile, Dude, like that scrub. filler. Yeah. That was so hard to get that fucking pink tin out. Yeah. It was still there. It was still there. After we left. Yeah, and we paid a fucking cleaning it. service to come in and clean. Those after dishes. we did our After we did what we could. And let's not even get on that. Well, I was going to say, I think no, we're going to have to double it. dip on our vent session. Well, dude, we can, we can go an hour. I'm down. I'm, you know? I'm totally down for cool, an hour. Cool. I think saying. we can knock it out in an hour. But, um, but we yeah, still so we're the... at 42 minutes right now, listeners. Um, we still got to do the NBA and the UFC. No. I think we can... Well, we still, also, we still also got to talk moving. Uh, we ah. still got to talk fucking clean. Even though you just scratched the surface on the cleaning service that yeah. gouged us. Yeah. Well, we still uh, we can still do talk about deposit, how we got fucked on deposit. Yeah, we could. The moving, moving it, I, I double dipped on moving because it was really bad it in was terms really of bad. like a four days where we were homeless. We yeah. Moved, had homeless. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, there's a lot. So let's just, let's just try to knock it out as quick as we can then. 
Um, so going back to city official comes out, he tests everything, obviously confirms what our suspicion, you know, what, what, what it was. Well, and he was like, was, yeah, the septic's, septic's a little old. fucked up. It's, it's a old. 30 year old septic. Uh-huh. So, you know, and that house had been there for 30 plus years. So, yeah. I mean, we can only imagine how long, you know, there's a like, lot of shit that went a, through that septic. A lot of shit. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was bad. And he ended up, uh, relaying that information to our, our, our previous landlord. And, um, obviously just based off of her, her, her body language, her facial expression yeah. and just the tone of her voice, yeah. it was, we, we knew what was going to come. Like we, we knew at we that were, point, we knew we were a couple of days away from a 30 day notice. Exactly. Like we, at that point we had, we, we figured it out. We're like, okay. No matter what, we're probably going to have to move. So yeah. we should definitely figure something out. And uh, yeah, then that's what ended up happening. Yeah. And so then, you know, we, we got the we got the thirty day notice. Um, it was really shitty because we definitely loved that place. We even tried um, meeting her down the middle, uh, listeners, in the sense that it was her obligation if she wanted us to stay there. It would have been her obligation to set us up in a hotel. In a hotel yeah. To where, uh, so in that time that you know it takes for them to fix that septic tank, we would have been put in a hotel. We gave her the option of listen, we're willing to pay for the hotel mm-hmm. for ourselves. Like we'll pay for our own way as long as you get this taken care of and you promise us that we'll be able to move back in after it's done. Right. And it sounded like she didn't even want to pay to fix it. I think she sold the house. As is. As is. And I think she, obviously, full disclosure, right? So well, she yeah. probably told the, you know, the, the, the now new owners of the place, like, hey, septic tank's fucked up, so I'm going to give you a discounted rate on the fucking price of the house, but at the same time, I don't want to deal with it. Because she kept saying to me how expensive this job was. Yeah. And where the septic tank was, we have a driveway in the back of the house, and it was right underneath that driveway. So obviously... Taking all of that concrete out, breaking up that driveway, digging up the septic tank, buying a new one, putting that in, and then filling up that driveway, and then putting fresh concrete over it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm very new to this whole thing, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know ballpark. A contractor's like, yeah, that's like a 48 hour job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You go to Mexico, man. That's a twelve-hour job. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what we should have done, dude. Uh, yeah. So I'm assuming it, you know, cost maybe ten thousand. She she, she said it was like a, she got quoted like twenty-five to thirty grand or something like that. Jesus. Like it was gonna be. I mean, for the six. Christ. You got to think you're buying a huge tank mm-hmm. as well, like and mm-hmm. and redoing a bunch of the piping and getting into the walls and. I don't know. It's a three-story house, so you got to connect all these pipes. Yeah, that's and then there were a few issues too. There, 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 there was, there there was there, like some there, leaks there and stuff. There were more than a few tinks yeah. throughout the house. That, it, it was old. That uh, yeah, the wiring for the, the, wiring, uh, the fuse box. Was oh just, my god, that's a completely different podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all this shit's happening. We end up getting the thirty-day notice. Yeah. The thirty notice, and in that time, we started looking. We started going out looking for uh, places to stay. Um, we, and we found out we we're losing a couple roommates. So yeah, was, a couple roommates. Yeah, you know, just just it was a situational thing. You know, a few. Yeah. Uh, uh, what one roommate in particular, his truck, you know, broke down on him, and he just, you know, he wasn't he wasn't in a good place at the time. I completely get it. And he decided to move back, you know, to our hometown, Bakersfield. And then our other roommate just wasn't really happy with the whole thing, and living in L.A. had been a lot of stress, and he decided to move back to Bakersfield as well. So, and then there were three. Yeah, you know, and then there were three, and it was myself, Crystal, and Mike. And three bedrooms we were, are expensive. Three bedrooms are expensive. 
Yeah, it's about the same as four bedrooms. It's about the same. There's not much difference, there's right? Really no, there's really not. There's really not. Except there's just less people to pay for it. Less people to pay for it, and uh, you know, less square footage. Yeah, by a little bit. Yeah, by less everything. Bit. Less of yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you're paying about the same. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. So, so, so all, all this is going on. We're looking. We're looking. We're looking. Um, full disclosure here. There was about a week period after we got our 30-day notice where we kind of were being a little lackadaisical thinking, well, maybe we can work something out, you know, talk some reason into well, we our previous landlord. We should have had a 60-day notice, too, because we'd been living there for over two years. But uh, once the dog scenario came about where they were that like... That was the thing. That was the thing. Like, hey... That was the thing. Either either we move out in 30 days and we don't have to worry about the whole neutering, mm-hmm. you know, animal control thing, or we could invoke our 60-day right as California tenants that mm-hmm. have been... Living there for over two years. Yeah, that's uh, very true. A- Animal Control was saying that they're going to be coming back. Yeah. A day or two after our our thirty day our thirty day. Yeah. So we so. obviously had to get out of there. I didn't. I didn't want to risk any any harm to my animal, uh, my best friend, my son. I just I couldn't do it. I would have uh, I would have done something that would have probably got me into a lot of trouble. Yeah. So uh, I did myself a favor, and this is how I'm looking at that. You know. Yeah. So uh, we ended up leaving. Again, that first week or so, we were kind of being a little, I don't know. Well, we thought, I thought we were going to have 60 days at first. So did I. So did I. And then they ended up serving that thing onto us. Yeah. And then it was kind of a shitty situation. And it just put us in like a yeah. two-week crunch, uh-huh. basically. It pretty much was. So in about, we did have like two and a half, three weeks of just looking, 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 going mm-hmm. to open houses, you know, scheduling appointments. I actually did the adult thing and I went out and I got a fucking realtor and I had this mm-hmm. woman looking for us as well. And we actually never sent her that thank you card for at no. least helping us out. But fuck it, at this point... Whenever she comes into your bar, I figure you just buy her a beer or something. Yeah, yeah for sure. You, you take care of it. Dude, she's <laughs> a regular at the moose stand, and I had no fucking idea. Yeah. That was so crazy. But anyways, so we're out there, we're looking, we're searching, can't find anything. And then, uh, yeah, we ended up having to uh, do a little bit of a crunch time and actually rent out a storage container. Yeah. And that was a bit of an issue They're because it's, if, it's one thing to move. After you've been into a place for just under three years, you acquire a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You you come up. It's funny how that works. Yeah, like it's funny how you just you end up picking up things here and there, and you end up just not throwing anything away. Dude, with all the so, storage space we had, all in that the old storage house? space, Jesus. dude. So this whole thing is going on. We downsize once, downsize twice, and then realize, holy shit, we're gonna have to downsize a few more times before we can fit everything into the storage container on top of. What do we really want to bring? Yeah. Because not only are we moving, but we're moving our shit to a storage unit to eventually move our shit to a new place. So, like, you know. Yeah, we don't even know where we're yeah, going to live yet. We're so not what going to A to B. Is... We're going A to B and then hopefully end up finding a location a C. for C. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, this is just a lot at once. So, we end up getting a storage container. We end up, you know, moving everything into there. That worked out, but there was a four-day period where we were in limbo. Yeah. You know, we were out. We had no place to stay. I ended up staying at uh, my boy Matt Roadhouse Rodick's spot. Thanks again, Matt. do appreciate you uh, uh, holding me down there for a little while. Um, he, uh, it worked out, you know, like yeah. in that sense. He had an extra room. His girlfriend, Veronica, was more than welcoming. She was great. Thanks again, V. I love you guys very much. Um, and it also helps that, you know, he has a dog of his own and they also have a cat. So as far as bringing Achilles into the mix, Achilles is already really good friends with their dog Nala. So it was just, it was perfect. It was definitely a really perfect scenario for, uh, for, for me to lay down my head for a few yeah. years. You know, I really do appreciate that. And I'll never forget that Matt and, uh, and Veronica really do uh, love you guys for that. 
So yeah, but so it was, I was there. It was tough though to be have the three roommates trying to look for a place. It was tough. Like when everybody's living in their on their own perspective uh-huh. couch, exactly. trying to, trying to come together. You're staying at at, at Joe's at Joe's, spot. Joe's apartment. You know, uh, Crystal was at Tara's place. Mm-hmm. So we're all you know this is all over text messages, phone calls, trying to organize something while still working. While still working, <laughs> and I ended up. Um, looking online and then it got to the point where I was just like you know what Let, at this point we were only looking for houses because mm-hmm. you know that's what we were accustomed to I mean within the last five years I would say we I, I've, never, I've never lived in an apartment the first one right for you this is the first yeah. for me yeah within the last three four years oh it's more than that because I was at Elkwood for you were a at minute. the Elkwood yeah. yeah I was there for a year and then the townhome and the townhome which pretty much was like a house dude that had a front yard and a backyard yeah it's not it's definitely not an apartment definitely not an apartment so yeah let's say like the better half of five years the sure. better half of five years I was in a home style setting where I was I had a yard I had uh, a lot of space I had a garage you know like there was just there was never an issue with space, um, uh, area for my dog to play. It was always just very convenient. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what deals we can find as, as far as like an apartment kind of a setting. And then we end up finding this place. You know, uh, what's, what's the verandas? The right? verandas, the yeah. The verandas, yeah. So brand new apartment spot. Freshly dope. renovated, yeah. Freshly renovated, brand fucking new. It's right next door to a Viad at the supermarket, which is Ayo. super convenient. Really love that. And the amenities alone are actually is, is pretty worth it. Yeah, I hot, mean, twenty four hour gym, hot tub, pool, a pool, business center, a, a business center. You know, it's just um, there's a lot of cool shit about it, and it's right next to the uh, the orange uh, the orange line, which is the main uh, which is the main uh, uh, walk path and um, and bike path that follows the the metro line. So that pretty much shotguns you mm. all the way up to uh, Chatsworth or further up. And it takes you all the way down to uh, Victory, and you mm-hmm. can actually take that down to Van Nuys. And you, I mean, you all are all while riding a bicycle if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. You know, it's pretty dope. Or you can take the fucking metro if you're lazy. I mean, it's re- it's really up to you. So that's kind of cool, but it's no house. <laughs> it's definitely not a house. It's no house. You it, know? It's, that's when you're shitty. on the second floor too, and you're in an apartment. I mean, I know you you've had to do it. You got to take your dog down the stairs outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's still there's. You know, the place came with a smart TV. That was cool. That was cool. That uh, was definitely cool. You know, and then they gave us 500 bucks to move in in terms of a Visa gift card once mm-hmm. we moved in to yeah. buy, like, household amenities and stuff. And so, I mean, we definitely, we made, we made the most out of that. Yeah, you we know? still have, like, I got myself bucks. some new pillows, some new bed sheets. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, overall, like, once once we got into this place, everything kind of turned around, I would yeah. say, for the yeah. most part. For the I most mean. part, for sure. There was a period there where I was I was very stressed out. Oh yeah, you know, just and it really it, it had nothing to do with any particular like one particular person or one particular uh, particular um, scenario. It was everything to do with the entire lump sum of shit that we had to deal with. Yeah, it was just there was so much shit that we all had to deal with. I'm not trying to you know, just make myself out to be the victim here. You know, th- this is me twiddling my fingers together playing the world's smallest violin just for me. <laughs> That's some, not what I'm doing. You want some cheese? Yeah, right? Like, That's definitely not what I'm doing. Um, we all had to deal with this, just this stress, you know? Yeah. This over-fucking-whelming stress. And Jeez. there's nothing more stressful outside of being completely broke which is also very fucking stressful which is what it felt like we were because we were saving up the whole time yeah the whole fucking time but there's there's very little things on this uh, in in this world that are as stressful as not having a place to stay like a place that you can call home a place that you no matter what 
I can go home. I, I can just go home and lay, in my, lay on my bed and get a good night's sleep. And, you know, if today was a shitty day, if I had the worst day ever at work in a personal relationship and my dog chewed on my shoe, <laughs> I could still sleep in my bed tonight and wake up tomorrow and it would be a brand new day. Exactly. You, when you don't have that, when you don't have that sense of uh, that restart button or that sense of security, which is mainly what it is, security. For sure. It fucking drives you insane, man. It drives you insane, you know. Like I had a, I had one moment where I kind of lost my shit a little bit, you know what I mean? And it happened to be on St. Patrick's night. St. <laughs> uh, Patty's night, dude, like mixed with the booze, and that was the first night where I was actually not at my home. It was the last day that we stayed. That that the morning of was the last night that we stayed at at that um, at our old place. Right. It was it was just a lot. It was a lot of fucking stress, and I had a little bit of a moment and. I lost my cool, you know. Yeah. I took it on the wrong on the wrong people, and that that was my bad. That was that was me, not that that was me not handling that stress in the right way. And I kind of handled it in the negative way, and it spilled out. But I learned a lot from that, you know. I I that was a very stressful and just Dude, that's the most overwhelming situation. That, super stress for sure. It was, it and was... I really feel like that experience really helped build me a little bit more because like, you're constantly working on, on yourself as a person right sure. would you not agree Absolutely. you know you're, you're constantly trying to get better i mean at least this is how i view it and then for those of you that that can at least relate to this then good on you and for those of you that don't then you need to fucking step up your game um you know you're, you're constantly trying to better yourself as a person as a friend as a lover as a fucking dog owner if you have a dog or a cat or whatever the fuck like learn from your mistakes um, that's a, I mean, that's why you make them. You make those mistakes so you can learn from them and that you, so that you don't make those mistakes uh, again. And I truly believe that I learned so much in that from January to March, mm -hmm. there was so much growth that I went through. And I'm sure you did as well. Yeah. I'm sure Crystal did. And I'm sure Billy and Trevor went through the same shit. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of shit that we all went through. Like Billy yeah. had his own battles, you know, yeah. with his car, with his car and, and then all that. And then just, you know, that, that was, I can only imagine the stress that he was going through, you know? I mean, I'm not saying my stress was greater, but it was, I think it was equal to, but in a completely different, different yeah. situation. It's like apples to oranges. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I learned so much in that, in that small amount of time that I truly believe if that were to ever happen again, which I really don't ever want to experience Ugh. not having a, this is the second time that I, I've been kind of homeless for, you know, but the last time that this happened, it was only a two, three day period. And I had a place already lined up. It's just it was the timing was off. So let's just say for the sake of for the sake of the listeners, um, let's say uh, the first. Okay, let's say I moved out on the twenty eighth, and our the day we got the key was on the first. So like it was it wasn't as if I didn't have a place lined up. It just wasn't the first of the month for me to get the key to move in. That's what happened there. This scenario was completely different because we had nothing. There was nothing on the docket. It no. was. Yeah. We were trying to find something. Yeah. So I truly believe, you know, if I ever, God fucking forbid, but if I ever get into a, a situation like that again, I now know how to handle it. I now know what I need to do and how to keep myself calm and how to just, you know, compartmentalization is key when it comes to shit like that. So I just, I now know how to move things around to where I'm not going to have that spillover on that stress, you know? And on top of that, there was a lot of things that happened in between. Like I injured my shoulder. So the yeah. moving part was really difficult for me. Like lifting heavy things is a fucking huge issue. 
Um, my work was being a little bit of an issue as well. So there were a lot of things that were going on that added to the stress. It wasn't just the fucking neighbors and the moving. Like that was a big part of it. Yeah. That was a huge part of the pie. But it wasn't it wasn't just that. There was a lot more that was going on. A lot more that was going on. So yeah, man. Crazy, crazy shit. Dude, I would I would agree, man. Uh nothing but stress. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> for from two thousand seventeen. I remember uh, New Year's came and I was like, It's supposed to be a good year and it just fucking felt like we were just taking lefts and rights and combos and Dude, but we were fucking bobbing and weaving, though. We man. were. Here we, were, we are standing. We are bobbing and weaving, and uh, now we're, we came out on the other side. And I, I just think that uh, it all it all really resonated for me. I mean, the stress didn't really finish once we moved in here, but I... Well, it kind of still lingered there, there on was a still, little bit. There was still some, but uh, I remember the first night, though, once we finally moved in. And, like, the Monday that we moved in was super stressful for me, especially. I remember I had to lay down in the room because I was so dehydrated from just the rough weekend and moving yeah. and being out in the sun and just like, yeah, I felt like we moved three times or for four days or something like that. Uh, so just a lot of heavy lifting every day on top mm-hmm. of St. Patrick's Day, boozing and this and that. It just wasn't, and, yeah. and again, just the stress. The stress mm-hmm. can really add up. I, you know, I think that St. Patrick's Day, I should have just taken it off and not not oh added God, any booze to that because that's where I was at my highest peak I mean yeah. I, I wanted nothing more than to just go somewhere quiet and just collect my thoughts and just be around people that I want to be around as opposed to being in a fucking bar setting with just that you know yeah. chaos commotion people shout I just it was just too much you know and yeah. I, I, that's what I mean at the end of the day it's my fault for you know losing my cool for that little you know 40 minute period but still you know I, I just I put my I set myself up for failure by by putting myself in that particular um, uh, scenario well like you said before now it's just in, in anything it's just knowing the warning signs you know yeah, what I mean like sure. seeing, seeing the flags and knowing the triggers but uh, like I was saying uh, I remember the first time that uh, on Monday when we actually did finish uh, moving in and uh, you know it was like 6 or 7 o'clock and then we were like you know what let's go Let's stop worrying about shit. Let's not let's not worry about unpacking or anything like that. Let's just go downstairs to the hot tub and like I can enjoy this place. And uh, that was I don't know. Once you once you go through all those trials and tribulations and you get hit with lefts and rights and you got fucking shitty neighbors and fucking you know just life's kind of coming at you. It's only temporary and then once you come out on the other side, you do feel like you've either accomplished or grown from it. So it's. Uh, once we were actually in the hot tub, it was that moment where I was like, damn, like, this is real. We got through mm-hmm. the, you know, we, there was a light at the end of the tunnel. And, oh, yeah. And that light was in the form of a hot tub. Uh, <laughs> and it was just, uh, it, it was just, it was a sense of accomplishment, you know, and, uh, 100%. You know, it's, uh, cause 100%. before I'd, I'd never, I mean, I, in my living scenarios before, it's always been like co-signer or, you know, uh, moving in with, uh, to my brother's place. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a deal or something like that where I don't even need to apply. And then with Marlene, it was done on a handshake and a smile kind of thing and no credit check or nothing. Yeah. But with this place, it was like credit check, you know, just, I don't know, no co-signer, no nothing. It was just, uh, I felt good to just do it all on my own. And, uh, oh, definitely did. yeah, so once, once that got done, we're sitting in the hot tub and enjoying a beverage. Uh, it was a Powerade for me because I was so dehydrated. Buddy. Yeah. I was, I was worn the fuck out, man. But yeah, I mean, once, 
once that happened and then as the days rode on or wore on i just kind of felt this a uh, little bit of a relief i mean a little bit of a i mean for me i that the bitch that will remain nameless uh it was nice to just get away from that old house and that old memories and just start mm. start new and start yeah. fresh in a in a new environment that uh, i i had achieved just by myself yeah exactly well with with roommates but well by, yeah but by I, myself. I know what you mean i know what you mean yeah no for sure it, it's a new beginning you know it's definitely a new beginning and uh, throughout that time, it's just man, my uh, my libido left. <laughs> I, I had no libido. I just I, I didn't want a podcast. I, I hardly wanted to train. And when I did train, it was really just to relieve stress. I mean, yeah. there's nothing like punching somebody in the face when you're in a bad mood. Dude. And whenever I can, whenever I'm in a sport where that kind of thing's like allowed and actually it's encouraged, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Like, oh, man, good combination. You punched me in the face and the stomach at the same time. I'm like, yeah, well, thank you. Like, I really <laughs> needed to punch somebody, so I appreciate that. You're like, I was imagining you were a shit guy neighbor number one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it was just, it was a, it was the only, I don't know. I feel like now I'm kind of, you know, catching my stride again. I had a little bit of, um, I, I had time to self-reflect. Uh, you know, it took me a little bit longer than I would, um, than I would like, but I feel like I'm back. I, I really do. I, I mean... Um, I just told you this morning. I I've, I've been up all night. I pulled it all fucking night, yeah. and it really, it really, it wasn't because I wanted to. It wasn't because I, you know, I I have stress in my life. I, there's really there's no outside of what we went through. The stress that I have right now is is minuscule compared Nothing. to what what we went through. And that's, yeah. I'm being 100 percent honest. You know? Absolutely. I mean, there's always going to be a little things in your life that's going to be a little like, oh, that's that's a little shitty. But at the end of the day. What we went through was so fucking much that what I'm dealing with right now is really just oh man I just I just got to deal with the small little issue and that's it and I'm good. So last night was a hundred percent because I was just self reflecting. I was just thinking of things. I was just I was thinking of the things that I've done. I was thinking of the things that I need to do. I was thinking of why I haven't been doing what makes me happy. What 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 I feel like I I'm good at you know mm -hmm. and one of those being you know the training and just being there on you know five days a week and just I'm so fucking happy when I'm doing that podcasting like I fucking love it dude yeah. I, just, I love it it's fun you know it's fun it's 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 uh it's something that I don't ever see myself not doing if that makes sense I don't see myself not sure. whether it's a podcast or whether it's like my own blog page or whether it's something like that. I just I don't know man like it's it's fun I enjoy it it's it's a it's a beautiful outlet you know it's like an artistic outlet in a way where uh, I can just kind of hang out and talk and then learn and it, some shit and it's exact and express it, some shit exactly it's, like, it's expression too it's it's practically my it's like a therapy it can be it, yeah in a way you know it what is. I mean like you get some stuff off your chest you yeah. get to you know you get to tell the folks that I I'd rather uh, you know get a hand job from a 10 versus a blow job from a 6 yeah. I mean and, and you can argue your points yeah you and can and it's like what other form do you, besides a podcast can you really discuss something like that not many there's, you know what I mean really there really aren't that many um, platforms that you can go on and actually and ask that question ask that question and have fun with it right you know like and, have and fun make, with it. make legitimate arguments about yeah. that because yeah. I've actually brought that question since I forget what podcast it was like six or nine or something. It was early, man. Like I, that's back when yeah, this was, was barely even catching was, any any any. any it had like had, at that point we fucking nah. had like two maybe three podcasts in. Yeah, I think it was six. That. It might have been six. I want to say six. Not that my memory's perfect, but it's pretty close. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just I brought that question out into the world. It's like that those little podcasts. I'm like, all right, what kind of guy are you? Like, would you rather have and an audience? We're gonna bring it back to you. You can comment below. I don't know if we have that kind of forum, but yeah, 
Uh, would you rather have a hand job from a 10, a perfect 10, or a blow job from a 6? That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's a follow-up. But, uh, yeah, podcasting's a lot of fun, man. <laughs> it 100% is. And last night was just a moment of self-reflection. So it was that moment of just figuring out what exactly is going on. Why, why am I not doing certain things? Why, why am I... I don't know why. Why am I keeping myself from from the things that I that I love? You know. So um, yeah, I woke up this morning and I was well. By this morning, I mean I was up this morning because I never really slept. And <laughs> I yeah, I was just like, hey, I I've been doing a lot of thinking, and I I know what I need to do in order to get my libido back. And I, I feel like you know this is a great step in the right direction as far as doing that. And and nice. I, I don't plan on taking a hiatus as long as I, as long as, as long as we did, you know, like that was, that was definitely too long. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, it was like a month over Dude, a month, maybe. it was way, yeah, we've it been was, here, it's been at least like six to seven weeks, uh, listeners, we apologize, mm-hmm. uh, for the hiatus. We're also gonna, be probably having a double dip in terms of like, uh, other, what you're normally used to. Yeah, in terms of, no, uh, for sure. I mean, if podcasting. anything, yeah, if anything, we'll just, we'll leave that podcast for, you know, a different day. Right. Um, you know, we're already over the hour, but dude, I feel great. You know, I, I do. I, I, I wanted, I wanted this episode to be about that. I did. And that was the main thing that I was thinking about last night is I don't want to just pod- I want to get out there and I want to get all that shit out. I want to just get it out. And then, so the podcast episodes after this are just going to be what they are normally about, you know, which kind of depends on the guests, kind of depends does, on yeah. what, you know, like what, what topics are popular. It just... Again, I really have no set um, format that we right. stick to, and I, I like that. You know, Absolutely. I, I don't want to just stick to sports. I like sticking to everything and anything. You know, and I've always said that. Whenever it's a very common question, whenever anyone uh, finds out that you know, the, like oh, you what? podcast. Well, what, well, what do you what do you talk about? What is your what's your podcast about? about? Everything and anything, but yeah. we do talk a lot about sports. I mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's true. part of part of our lives. It's a big part of our lives. As was this move. Yeah, huge fucking part, huge learning experience, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful. You know, I'm, I'm really thankful that I went through it, and um, I'm a better person now. You know, I really, I, I'm a stronger person now. I think we all are. You know? Yeah, I think we're all stronger people now because we all had that moment where we're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" I think everybody had to question what they were doing down here and mm-hmm. what uh, what their future was gonna hold, and uh, you know, just. Like Crystal was thinking she was gonna have to move back to Texas. It's true. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not gonna move back home to, yeah. to there. There is no moving back home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get my own place, man. Because like there was, a, I didn't know that um, your brother. Because this, I found this out afterwards. The Waneka situation. Oh yeah. I didn't know that your brother was staying with Joe or any of that. Right. I thought he was still at that old Waneka spot. Okay. So there was a moment there where I thought you might have gone back to the Waneka house. You know. What that I mean? would have been super cheap. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. And you know, I had that in my mind. I'm that like, would have well, been. That would have been tempting. Michael's probably. You know, the only, the only, the only uh, a reasoning that I can come up with. That uh, of why you wouldn't is because he's like having a kid, you know, like oh, oh, I'm yeah. a kid, I'm gonna need the room, kind of a thing. Like that yeah. was the only, the only logical explanation that I can come up with that would keep you from doing that. Shout out, I'm an uncle. My brother had a baby. Yeah, congratulations, Mark Gilman. Yep, Jay's Dominic Gilman into the world. Yeah, man, congratulations, man. Congrats for sure. 
So that was the only that, – so I thought I was going to have to get my own place. So I was already looking at like one-bedroom apartments, one-bedroom stu- well, studios. One-bedroom yeah. studios. Well, what the fuck else is a studio, right? <laughs> Just one bedroom. Right. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was looking into that, you know, and it was definitely something that I thought I might end up having to do. And yeah, so it was, it was a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck of a situation, um, and I'm happy it's behind us. Uh, and there's a, there's a big part of me, and and the more time that passes between that moment, that stressful uh, period of our lives to now, the more time that passes, the more the more I'm actually thankful that it did happen. Yeah, you know, I, I really am. Like I'm, 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 at first, like the day after, I was like, man, fuck this. You know, even the, the first night that I slept in this bed in this room. I was still like, fuck this. this. That was so stressful. I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, a year from today, I'm, st- I'm going to be even more so like, that was great. That was a fun time. Right now, I still don't think it was a fun time. <laughs> still not fun. Uh, the only reason why I think it would, I would eventually look at it that way is just that's kind of how I am. Yeah. I just try to like, I try to look at the positive no matter what. And the time that I, the, the time previous to that, where I was, you know, homeless for a few days, I was with Johnny, and we were staying at your old place, right? And I did have a great time. Yeah, it was like, fun. Then. I yeah. actually had a lot of fun. So I'm assuming, you know, eventually at some time down the road, I will, I will look at that whole experience and I'll laugh at it. I'll just laugh like, oh man, that was that was a crazy fun time, even though it was fucking well, stressful as all hell. The same, uh, the same thing with uh, the hardest hike that I ever went on when we went to the there radio tower with Trevor. Yeah. You know, when that when that hike happened and I almost killed myself uh, on mm-hmm. this hike, uh, hardest mo- hardest physically and mental, or I'm not saying anything right anymore, but <clears throat> the hardest physical and mental thing I've ever done was this uh, like nine and a half hour hike and just completely dehydrated, almost killed myself. And I just remember getting back and being like, I hated that, I hated that, I hated that, I hated that. Like, I've got diarrhea, I'm throwing up from dehydration, I'm just miserable. Mm. And uh, But it wasn't for weeks, and even now, months later, when I'm still telling the story about how horrific it was. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever done it justice in terms of the mental side of how miserable I was out there. Yeah. And just to the point where I was like, no, I think I would rather just lay here <laughs> than fucking go back down the yeah. back down the mountain because we went the wrong way again. Yeah, yeah, yeah And I yeah. was just like, you know what? I, it was just a lot of just wanting to tap out and uh, just couldn't couldn't tap out because Trevor said, I'm going to tell everybody you died on a hike. And that was enough for me to that be is, like, all right, well. That's fucking, yeah. I can't go on my casket. That will not go on the that casket. That will not, exactly. I'm like, you're going to tell everybody I died from just walking? Yeah. <laughs> like, Even though in a way you kind of died with your boots on. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I'd be better be running. Yeah, there you go. I know. Anyways, semantics. Yeah. But, uh, but the point is, is that once you go through something super challenging like that and just super, you know, uh, challenging, I'm going to double dip. Uh, after a while now, it just becomes this like notch on your belt saying mm-hmm. like, you know what? I went through something like you have a tough, story. like I went through something super, super, super difficult physically and mentally, uh, that challenge that, that lets me know though, that even through really tough circumstances, you're going to come out on the other end and it'll mm-hmm. be a story. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's just, you know, give with, with time, yeah, everything like, will be like almost my motto now. Like, yeah. a- anytime I go through any crazy situation, whether it's bad or good or, or, or whether it's, uh, I don't know, just, just out of the ordinary. I always, at the end of it, I always say it just makes for a good story. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. I mean, here we are talking about this one 
three, well, two and a half month period of our lives, and we've yeah. been talking about it for an hour and fifteen now. Yeah. And I guarantee we can probably fill up another forty five minutes. I and would make say it at to, least well, four could, hours. We could easily talk about it because yeah. we left so much out. But really, the stuff that we left out isn't that relevant. No, you know? it's just details. I mean, it's just details, you know. And we don't really need to go down that road. No. I think we covered pretty much all the bases. And yeah, fuck, man, it was crazy. It was crazy. It's done now. It's Dude. over. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> you know, it's over now. I I mean, don't. I'm not expecting the rest of 2017 to be a walk in the park, but no. You know, I. I but I am expecting you know, a little bit more of a an easier trail from here on out. Just a slightly easier trail because it started off so fucking rocky. Dude, if there's a if you believe in yin and yang, then yeah, we're we're due yeah. for some yang. We are we are definitely due. We're overdue for we're sure. Overdue for some yang. Yeah, I mean those those months. There were a lot of sleepless nights during during that time. Yeah, man. You know, and uh, well, before we get going, um, I, I I just want to say, all that shit aside, man, um, I'm happy things worked out the way they did. You know, I'm bummed out that uh, Trevor and Billy had to move back to to B town. Yeah. You know, I I, I do miss those guys. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You know, they, they, they both had, uh, there was nothing keeping them here outside of just us, you know, our company kind of a deal. And Billy had a better job lined up. And then Trevor, you know, he just doesn't really like the, con, you know, the yeah. San Fernando Valley and how congested it is. Yeah. And, and with his business, too, if he could his cut, business, out, yeah. cut out his overhead. Yeah, then, exactly. Like, there, there are a lot of things that, I mean, there, there are, yeah, so there are just a lot of things if if they both would have stayed, there were a lot more things that could have gone wrong for them as opposed to right. Yeah. So, and I, I miss them in that sense, but at the same time, I'm I understand why they moved back. It's just it's kind of shitty. It's just, it definitely kind of shitty. I, I um those neighbors, <laughs> those fucking <laughs> those neighbors, fucking neighbors. Oh. No, even if that wouldn't have happened, I I still think that that was inevitable for was, for both of them. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's no knock on them. It's just. Billy losing his truck, Trevor already, you know, thinking, well, I can save more money and I can go out. I know his dad offered him a job somewhere, too, so we kind of had that yeah. on the table. And um, I always say more options is good. It's always good to have more options, especially when it comes to, you know, like a job or some sort of like financial gain. Entre you know, you want you want to be an entrepreneur. You do. You want to have money coming in from all sides. Um, that's the only way of uh, that's the only way to get to uh, financial freedom. So, and Billy too, you know, like he had that job on the table and he didn't have a truck anymore and I was kind of chauffeuring us around and that obviously became a little bit of an issue and on top of that, the high stress. So it was inevitable, uh, whether or not the neighbor situation would have worked out. I think that would have eventually have happened. We would have had to yeah. cross that bridge, you know, maybe later rather than sooner kind of a thing, but still it, it would have happened. So that, I mean, with all that being said, I'm just, um, yeah, man, I'm happy. I'm happy it's all over, and I'm happy I had Brianna and Nicole Lua there hey, to kind of help me out. Um, that was one thing I was jealous of. I was like, you had your dog, yeah. uh, you know, Achilles, and I was like, man, like, mm. I'm just like looking around on Joe's couch, and I'm just yeah. like, fuck, man, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna remember um, an hour and 18 minutes in. I'm gonna be a heartfelt message to Brianna. Uh, I'm really thankful that you were there to help me out. There were there are some moments where I kind of. You know, I was kind of getting a little stressed out, and you definitely help uh, keep me grounded, and I do appreciate that. You're an amazing woman. I do appreciate you uh, very much. 
I love having you in my life. And um, but yeah, you're right, dude. Like that was definitely something that kind of kept a little, little piece of home. Kept kept me sane. Yeah. You know, like having Brianna there and having Achilles there. It was definitely. It never felt as if I was alone by myself, kind of a deal. So um, I'm, I'm I'm very thankful at, um, that she's in my life. I, I am, and like that's besides that scenario like even before all that shit went down because when when she and i started dating there was none of this there was no yeah. neighbor situation there was no moving it was just i met a great woman she's fantastic uh and i was happy and then she just the way life works out man like you know you end up finding somebody that you have no idea is actually going to help you in the in the coming months because yeah. the coming. I mean, how the fuck helps you helps you, you weather a storm? Yeah, you know, I mean, and, you, you can't predict the tides, man. Nah. You just can't. You know, you can kind of have an idea, but you just can't predict it. And I, none of us had any idea no. what, what what was to come. No, we had no idea. And uh, you know, me meeting, got to roll with it. Yeah, and and, and Brienne and I meeting when we did and starting our relationship when we did. It was just a few weeks after that where things started to kind of you know, kind of. Go haywire, and um, she was definitely there to, to help me to out. both yeah, of you man, guys, for sure. For on her end, for being able to identify that this is you know weathering a storm, yeah. and two for you to be able to juggle both, you know, or all, you know, the job, yeah. the dog, the the new that new romance in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the stress really is just all the while you got this stress cloud over you. Mm-hmm. You know, I I said I was jealous that, you know, you had Achilles and, and Brianna to kind of lean on, yeah. but at the same time, that's that's also energy. Like, all my energy was just on the stress mm-hmm. and trying to make sure I stay calm and just go to work and get yeah. home. Yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's both, I think. Uh, oh, I, I think it's, yeah. I'm just, I it's definitely a double-edged sword, man, because, I mean, there, there were, you know, there were moments where... Keeping that stress of, okay, I got work, I got this living situation, I have Achilles, and I have Brianna, and I have to, like, you know, balance my time amongst all all those, and I have to, you know, make sure the stress doesn't spill out over here, and I don't take stress out over here, and I, yeah. I my work life doesn't come back. So it was a little bit, you know, it was a, there, there was definitely a little bit of a challenge there as yeah. well. You know, it was a huge challenge, and, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that I found somebody that, you know, that's just willing to, you know grow with me yeah and that's really what it came down to like she's definitely willing to grow with me and i'm i'm definitely 100 percent. i back her with everything she does and i just i'm very thankful i really am and i, I can't say that enough i Brianna, just you have my stamp of approval too i'm just gonna <laughs> mark, mark the time at 1 where yeah. you got the the best friend stamp of approval there you go i remember the first time i was playing madden and there was like three or four times she included me in your guys' conversation. Well, I was probably hogging the TV, but either yeah. way. Oh, it was all good. We're having a good conversation. You guys are having a good conversation. And she uh, she brought in the room like, Mike, is that true? Yeah. You know, a few a few times. And I was like, oh, okay. You're you're not just focused on there. Like, you're focused on... There was just something more going on. And yeah. I was just like, immediately, I was like, you're cool. Thanks for thanks for making me feel like not the third wheel in the room. Yeah, I gotcha. No, for sure. I'm, I'm Dude, I, I can't say it enough. So I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just in awe in this uh, this relationship, and I'm I'm very happy. Aww, Aww. now I'm in awe. Yeah, I, I I truly am though. I, I truly am. I, I have nothing but good things to say about her. Um, you know, she makes me want to do better and that whole. So I don't stop now. <laughs> stay stay, stay you know, romantic, bro. Just because I went on. She yeah. definitely you know makes me want to be a better person, Aww. and uh, she definitely wants. She definitely gives me that um, that encouragement and that inspiration to to, to reach my full potential. 
you know, as a as a person, as a as an adult, as a, as a boyfriend, as a dog owner, as a mixed martial artist, as a podcaster, just all those. You know, Aww. she makes me want to do more and do better. And um, yeah, it's it's just nice doing things not just for myself. If that makes sense. Because like up until before I met her, it was. Um, I mean, I had previous relationships and all that, and they're all great in their own right. But this is the first time where I can honestly, truly say, without even batting an eye, that I, up until this point, up until she and I got together, I mainly did all those things for myself. Oh. You know, like a lot of it. Wow. I would say 90% of it was for myself. Obviously, I seek the approval of, uh, the approval of others. Uh, my, my mom, um, even though she lives in Bakersfield, so she's not there all the time. Uh, you know, my friends and all that stuff too. But a lot of it was for myself, you know, it was my own, for my own personal self growth and self esteem and just something that I can, when I lay my head down at night, I can say, fuck yeah, Derek, you did it. You know, you did this or you did that. And good job, Derek. And I was always the one patting myself on the back. I felt like for a very long time, very, very long time. And um, even with my previous relationships, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I did stuff for them as well. And like by stuff, I mean, um, uh, whenever I would, I would, uh, I would accomplish something, I would definitely like, oh yeah, that was cool. Right. Like, you know, I had you in mind. I kind of, I, I'm seeking your approval as well, Right. but never as much as I do now. And that, that's really what I'm getting at. Like I've never, I, it's never been that much drive to also want that approval from this person where it's like, Hey, I'm not just doing it for myself anymore. I'm doing it for the betterment of us you know what I mean? And I'm doing it to kind of show that, I mean, I'm trying to reach my full potential. And I, I, I see a lot of great things in my horizon. I really do. And I'm, I'm excited to, um, to, to, to reach that and to accomplish those goals and to be the person that I, I believe I can be. You know? So, yeah, man. So, a minute 18 all the way up until a minute 20, an hour 24. Yep. Uh, it's all about Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All That's right. your segment. Yeah, there you go. There, there's there's your window. There, there's your plug, Brianna Nicole Lua. But don't you fast forward. That's cheating. That's right. You better listen to the whole, the whole thing. We're quizzing you on the rest of the podcast. Exactly. If you just know about exactly. the six minutes. Exactly. But yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much on it, even though I've already taken pretty much like fucking ten minutes of it. But yeah, okay. yeah, man. It's just it's great. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And um, now that I, now that you know. Everything's now kind it's, of... Now it's time to the find... The dust is settled. Now I'm ready for a girlfriend. Here you go, buddy. Shout out. Shout out. He's available. He's accepting applications. Resumes. The I'm, whole nine. I'm ready to take down my Tinder profile, ladies. I'm yeah. ready to take it down. Yeah, for sure. Is there anyone you're talking to right now? No. No? No. Not like talking to... Not a, not like that at all. Oh, no. yeah, like, like a... Not even like anything at all, mm, actually. I got you. So... I got you. Very much, well, dude, <laughs> very it'll, much available. It'll happen when you least expect it. I mean, that's what everybody really keeps will. saying. It, I know, I get that. And this, going back to Brianna, uh, I had no idea she was going to send me a friend request on Facebook, and then you know, the day talk after, about, talk about out of the blue, right? Out of the fucking blue, the day after Christmas on the twenty sixth, December twenty sixth, I believe that was the day. Upstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, December 26th, I'm pretty sure that was a day. I got a friend request by Brianna, and it was just, 
holy shit. I mean, uh, you know, there's some history behind that, but I mean, she understands. So <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you just, you know, just, just do, do what you will with that information. Gotcha. Uh, so, so yeah, like it was a hundred percent out of the blue. And even when I got that, that, that friend request, I never would have imagined that that was going to lead into this relationship. It was yeah. more of a, an exciting holy shit this is somebody that i i, I kind of know this is somebody that i was always i was always really interested in but i never would have suspected that she would have she was single at that time i was single at that time i don't want to say she was looking i don't want i definitely wasn't looking for a girlfriend so i, I don't want to speak for her on that but it just it just worked out yeah and it was i did not expect it like 100% was not looking i was not looking you know, I was dating, I was dating, but I wasn't looking for a girlfriend. It wasn't. A hundred percent wasn't. So I a hundred percent am like living proof on that, dude. Like for sure it happens when you least expect it. And especially something this meaningful is really what I'm getting at. Something this meaningful is something that just, it just happened. It just fucking happened, dude. And then I'm happy that it did. And I'm definitely not looking back. I'm looking forward. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, oh, I'm gonna do a recording of that. Aww. Yeah, no, right. Every and single time. That way, I'm just gonna hit the space bar, and then yeah. I'm just gonna play it. We should actually do that. It's like, we should have idea. every key be. Anyways, yeah, right. that's semantics. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, anything you want to say before we get going? Oh man, uh, just fucking fuck you, guy neighbor number one. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. Uh, you didn't win because now we're happier. So 100%. fuck you. 100%. That's, that's pretty much... I didn't want to say anything negative, so Not I just thought sure. I'd, I'd go with something light like that. For fucking sure, man. Um, the last thing I want to say... Actually, I want to give a shout out to my uh, my buddy Dave Swan. An uh, hour 28. So I'm going to mark you in at. Uh, Dave Swan, buddy. Uh, hope your podcast is doing well. Um, please, everybody, check it out. It's called Grubbing with Swan. I'm pretty sure you can find him on Instagram. He's definitely somebody that I follow, so you can follow him on there. Um, he's about four or five episodes in. Nice. Um, I'm on episode one. I was the uh, the guest star. The launching for the first... one. Nice. Yeah, exactly. So I was on the launching podcast, um, episode one, Grubby with Swan. Please check it out. A lot of fun. Um, the, whole, the whole concept of it is Dave Swan cooks you a meal. And while you're having a meal, you you talk and you just have a good time. That and actually sounds fantastic. It's fun, dude. It was fun. Uh, he is on the Aikido diet, so the meal is based around the Aikido diet. So like you know, no sugars, no carbs, um, like vegetables, protein, pretty nice. much it. Um, uh, healthy fats. So uh, well, that's cool. I mean, it's cool. So like yeah. it's it's an Aikido meal, and he cooks it for you, and then you sit there and you talk and you shoot the shit, and he makes you one of the best cups of coffee, Dave Swan. Seriously, man, that that. That CBD oil, no, was it CBD? <laughs> MCT oil, MCT oil that you added to the coffee was fan fucking tastic, buddy. Oh, really, could really you add stuff. some CBD oil if I paid you more? I know, right? <laughs> uh, I got some back pain here, but I yeah, don't want to get it's high. It's prescription. It's yeah, prescription. Right? I don't want to get high, but I do have some back pain. But no, uh, well, so yeah, dude, uh, check them out. Uh, Grubbing with Swan. I want a uh, ticket to that. Fantastic podcast. A lot of fun. Thanks again for having me on, buddy. Uh, so yeah, long-winded spiel. Anything else, buddy? No, nothing. All right. Nothing. Um, stay tuned, listeners. We'll be uh, throwing another podcast your way very soon. Definitely. Um, back at full swing, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually going to be having Dave Swan on here pretty soon. Nice. That podcast is going to be uh, – he's, uh, he's a comedian, 
So that bot, that podcast is going to be based around that, like should, comedy. Ooh, I was going to say, should we make comedy. him anything? Should, since he made, should we like Fuck make like a? App? No, I'm going to make no? him a great cup of coffee. There you I, go, French uh, press. I mean, if anything, I'll get us. No, nah. I don't. We'll we'll, we'll talk. About okay, it. we'll talk. About All right. It. But yeah, uh, episode 19 done finally. Um, episode 20 coming in hopefully by the end of this yeah. week, if not early next week. But we're uh, we're back, yeah, for sure. Pretty, so um, pretty soon we'll be able to drink once we hit 21. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, everybody, Legally. have a good day.